Hello, all you beautiful, beautiful people. Thank you for joining me again on the Writer's Advice Podcast. I am so glad that you are here. Um, If you have been loving this podcast, uh, please, it means the world to me if you could leave a review or five stars on your favorite listening app. It helps get this out even further. Um, I have another incredible author to share with you. A couple of updates first, though. The Starseed series, the sorry, the Shadow and Shifter series is in full swing. So you can go and get Starseed book one. This is if you love um, a young adult paranormal romance, very good versus evil, fated mates. Oh, there's so much goodness and so much love in there. Um, yeah, you can get Starseed, the first book, on Amazon, um, Kindle or Kindle Unlimited. You can save it to your Kindle. Um, and you can also get the paperback absolutely anywhere. So check that out as well because, honestly, guys, the paperback glows. The covers are insane and the paperback glows. But you want to jump onto it quick if you haven't read it already because book two is literally here. So quintessence, make sure that you save that onto your Kindle as well and grab the paperback everywhere as the series continues. But without further ado, let's let's get into this episode and this amazing interview with this week's author. Writer's Advice is a point of connection, a dose of inspiration, and an insight into the creative process of the babes behind the books. I'm your host, Olivia Hillier. Each week, I'll be interviewing authors from around the globe on their creative process and how they got to where they are today and what it's really like inside the industry of publishing. So listen in, take notes, and I hope you walk away inspired, ready to take on the next level of your writing wherever you are in your journey. Welcome back to the Writer's Advice listeners. I am very excited because on today's podcast, we have the fabulous Sarah Desai, absolute amazing rom-com author. If you have not read one of her books before, then I definitely recommend you've got three under your belt, The Singles Table, The Dating Plan, and The uh, the Marriage Game as well. So welcome, Sarah. Thank you for being here. Oh, thanks very much for having me. Now, there's so much I want to dive into, but can we take it all the way back to the start, to the moment when you realized that you were a writer? Oh, that's that's a long way back. Uh, <laughs> I was always a writer. I, I I started writing like, you know, as a kid, and um, I wrote my first story and put it in a contest at our local library, and I won first place, and I got a gift certificate to buy books, and that was that was my writing career right there. <laughs> I love that I love that so much <laughs> that was kind of like yeah that's like a early knowing that that's you know that's a thing for you yeah yeah but I didn't um I sort of dabbled for a while I didn't start writing seriously till um uh maybe about 10 or 11 years ago yeah um and then then um I wrote um uh, my first um I, I was writing under a different pen name. I was doing more darker suspense type thing. I wrote a legal romance thriller. Um, and then after that, I just, I kept writing in a in a more serious way. 
Oh my gosh, that's epic. So you've got books under another pen name as well. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Excellent. So, and you've done this by separating different genres. Yeah. That, so under um, the name Sarah Castile, I've written sort of dark romance, romantic suspense, um, some erotic romance, and it's all, you know, bikers and mafia guys and fighters. But when I wanted to do something lighter, I didn't think those readers, you know, w- would be that interested in sort of more lighter rom-com diverse type romance. So I thought I'll I'll use a different pen name for the marriage game um, series and things that follow that. Yeah, excellent. And do you find even like um to put it under a different pen name, I think is is really smart. But do you think like do you know if a lot of your readers have followed through with both genres? I, some of the readers did. I've got some readers that, that are just happy to write or to read anything. But um, I think the rom-com, I, I, I found a new group of readers who like the, the lighter, more rom-com type stuff. Yeah, excellent. And do you have a favourite? Or, or is there more genres that you even want to dive into and, and you know, expand <laughs> out even more? Well, the, I've got... Um, under my Sarah Desai pen name, I've got a new book coming out um, in next summer, which is a heist. So that's slightly different. It's still romantic. It's still comedy, but it's very much focused on the heist, sort of like an Ocean's Eleven type thing. Oh. Um, so, yeah, that's that's me branching out again. I like to try different things. Yeah. And do you read a lot in the same genres as well, or do you kind of expand out everywhere else? <laughs> Oh, I'm a huge romance reader, so I, I read everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's excellent. Okay, so 11 years ago, you were like, okay, I'm going to take this seriously and I'm going to dive in. Um, how, what was that process of your first book, getting that out there, et cetera, and um, to where you are now? Well, I had I had been ill and I couldn't go back to work for a bit. So my husband had said to me, you know, you've always been a writer. Why don't you take this time and write a book? And I thought, oh, okay, I'll do that. So I, you know, went to the library to see, you know, what did I need to do? And I took an online course um, for for writing and I sat down and and they'd all said, oh, well, write what you know. And so I was a lawyer and I thought, well, I know law. So um, I'll, and I I love romance. So I'll write like a legal romantic thriller. So I sat down and, and, um, and I wrote out the first couple of chapters and I had joined the Romance Writers Association and their different chapters have contests um, where you can submit your first couple of chapters and they get um, an agent and an editor read it or sometimes their members will read it and give you feedback. And I thought, well, that would be a great way to find out if I can even write because I had no idea. Um, so I submitted these um chapters to a yeah I'm somebody who who does too much of everything so I didn't just submit it to one contest I <laughs> submitted it to like contests in every state because I was hoping just to get as much feedback as I could but anyway they were good pages and um and so I won all the contests and um and um one of them was judged by um um, who the the woman who is now my agent and she contacted me said I read your submission for this contest and she wanted to represent me and then some other agents said they wanted to represent me so suddenly I had representation and then I got a contract and then it just sort of spiraled on from there oh my god I, I, love- I think I was very lucky you know like I was very lucky but it was it was a great way to get feedback 
um, at, for, yeah, for absolutely. Yeah, it's like it's like that little like okay, wait, I am on, I am on something here. But also, just to, I find it really interesting. Particularly, I know it's very rare that um I've spoken to a writer where they've you know gone straight from school and known that it's. I mean, maybe known, but have never really jumped on it straight away. And there's always seems to be this divine timing thing where, you know people have that time and give themselves that chance to to jump on it and then it then it all happened for you so that's excellent how many books do you have under um the thriller side um (laughs) uh (laughs) (laughs) maybe maybe about 18 oh my gosh that's amazing 20 yeah, yeah. Wow. Wow. So what is your general writing process like then to com- um, nowadays since that very start to now, how long does it take you to write a book? Are you a planner? Are you a plotter? What's, what's it, how does it work for you? Oh, definitely not a plotter. Yeah. <laughs> I have tried all sorts of different, I always think it looks so great when, when other writers are plotters and they're like, oh yeah, I sat down and I, put the whole thing out and I knew what everything was going to happen in every scene. And I thought, Oh, wouldn't that be wonderful to have it all structured out and I could just sit down. I, that's just not my process. I have to, I always know, I, I, I always start with my characters. I always know who my characters are when I start yeah. and I create characters that will um, usually um, conflict when they meet each other, but there's something underlying them, some kind of, um, pain or some kind of drama that that they understand in each other and that they share so when I have my character set then I'll sit down and um usually with the story I know the main beats you know I'm not I know what's going to happen at you know about a quarter of the way halfway I know um you know about three I don't know how it's going to end usually mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's a romance so of course I know that they will wind up together with yeah but other than that I sort of sit down and I work the characters through and I put them in different um situations and I see how they react and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't but that's that's my process there which is very much all over the place and I wind up with a lot of unused scenes that sometimes I can share with my readers you know things that didn't work or yeah yeah Yeah. I love that but I think to not knowing the ending or being more character driven you kind of got to wait to see where the characters take you because you if you just know like know them that well and and you're working with them together then you know plotting too much can probably take you away from that a little bit I think well with the with the darker books I did like the the biker books and the mafia those those are very there's as much plot in those as there is character development Mm -hmm. and so for those ones I, you know, I have to do a little bit more structuring because those, you know, like if she gets kidnapped by a biker gang, you know, I have to work that through. So those types of things are a bit more plot heavy, but the, the romantic comedies are very much, you know, character driven and, and the plot isn't as important in those, but the heist one I did, I mean, that was, that was major plot. (laughs) That one, that one taxed me because I did have to plan out the whole heist, you know, and things had to happen and different people had to be in different places. So, so it was challenging, but really fun. Yeah. Cause it's all, you know, I love that. Firstly, I'm excited for this next book, but I need to dive into these thrillers as well, because you're getting me very <laughs> excited for them. I, I absolutely love that. So um, when did you, when would we, did you were like, Oh, I've got to kind of switch on to a little bit more rom-com 
are you still writing in the thriller space as well or you kind of just have paused that for a second and moved moved over into this well, I, would, I I shouldn't have really called it thriller because it's more it's sort of just more dark romance. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, more suspense and more gritty. I guess that would be a better word. More gritty. Yeah. Yes, I'm still writing. Um, as Sarah Castile, I'm going to have some stuff coming out, but I haven't announced it yet, so it's a big secret. Um, but yeah, so I'm and but I'm also writing as Sarah Desai, so I've got lots on. But yeah, that's nice. <laughs> well, we, you do have a lot on. So, what is your daily? writing routine these days do you have a certain word count is there a certain time of day that you're like okay I need to sit like you feel more creative how does it work for you I think it sort of goes with being a pantser that I don't have a schedule and I've I've got three kids so it's hard to have a schedule when you know crises are happening every hour (laughs) every day it seems (laughs) so I snatch time to write when I can do my best writing at night you know when it's quiet and nobody's around yeah, yeah, absolutely. And how do your ideas come to you? Do you have like, when you're writing something, you're constantly thinking of other ones to come through? Or when when you finish, you're like, okay, this is where I'm going to move on to next? Um, the, I think the initial di- ideas just come from, from life or, you know, reading stuff in the news. Um, and, you know, just, you know, meeting people and it all sort of settles over your head like a blanket. Sometimes um, I had a boss that I really, really didn't like. Um, and I, you know, I was, her name popped up it's in some forum and I was like, oh, I, I want to make her a villain. And, so I, <laughs> you know, I want to do terrible things to her and my book and ruin her and whatever. So, you know, she became the villain of one of my books and I really enjoyed that. Um, <laughs> I sort of felt, felt good about that. And, um, but, you know, sometimes things just pop it, you know, pop into your head or, um, I, I, I do like taking stuff from life. Um, and it, although sometimes, you know, you find that stuff that, that, that happens in life, people wouldn't really believe when they read it in a book. I had that when I, um, when I was sending those pages for my very first, um, my legal thriller, um, and I had taken, um, crazy things that had happened when I'd been a lawyer um, and I had used those as the basis for some of the scenes in the book. And some of the comments I got back were, well, lawyers don't behave that way. This is totally unrealistic. And I was just like, actually, <laughs> surprise. <laughs> I do actually know this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lawyers can be bad. <laughs> I know, it's, you're so, it's so right, too, when you said that you used your boss's name. I think that writing can be very therapeutic in that way for um for what's happening in real life as well so that's great now you were in I think it was Oprah's most anticipated and Oprah's like best romance read or must romance read and what was that feeling like that that is huge when was the moment when you thought when you when you were told that essentially that that that's going to be an Oprah oh yeah my um my editor had had sent it to me and I and I thought, oh, maybe she's made like a typo or something, <laughs> you know, like I, I really was unbelievable because my, you know, my mom loved Oprah and uh, everybody watched, everybody knows. So yeah, yeah like to, to see my book there, it was just, yeah, it was, that was like a breathtaking, exciting moment. Yeah, absolutely. It would have been so much fun. And when it comes to crafts, like you said that you are, diving into characters and really developing um your characters you know their their internal selves so well 
is that has this just been something that has come so natural to you to be able to express that through word or have you studied a little bit of a craft here and there I guess working with editors and getting that feedback has has kind of developed helped develop that along the way too I I think writers there's always something to learn um, I never, I've never stopped learning. Um, I'm always uh, usually between, um, books I'll pick up like a, a craft book or I'll go online to some, uh, forum or I'll take a class or something. I, I just like to, to keep learning because sometimes you can read a book and then you'll forget the lessons in it. And, you know, I, I like to refresh my mind or, um, so yeah, so I'm always, I'm always doing something new or, or trying to try out different techniques or different ideas. Yeah, absolutely. I love this. And this is what keeps you going, keeps you growing, like having two pen names producing, <laughs> producing at the same time is, um, it's inspirational, actually. It's, it's, <laughs> it's really great. So tell us a little bit more about the high story and yeah, yeah, when it's coming and give us a little, little bit more about that. Oh, it's coming in July, um, and it's got um, I've got I've got a big crew of characters because you've got to have a big crew to do a heist. Um, yeah. And the main character is a South Asian woman who finds herself in a very difficult situation where she wants to help her friend and winds up being accused of theft, and so she needs to. Um, go ahead with this heist um, to, to try and exonerate her friend and to get herself off the hook. But, you know, she has no experience and this sort of mysterious guy, I was sort of like thinking Han Solo and Indiana Jones type irreverent, you know, snarky and a little bit mysterious guy shows up and he offers to help her. Um, and of course they wind up with a little bit of a romantic thing, but you know, she doesn't know that much about him. And so you've got a bit of a trust issue. And of course, everything goes wrong because she puts together a heist crew of people that have no experience and they're misfits. And she's just pulled people out of her life. And I just, I, I really enjoyed doing that because I thought, oh, you know, what if I wind up in this situation? I need to do a heist. You know, you're not going to advertise, you know, on Craigslist for heist people, <laughs> right? Because you're not part of that world. And what would you do? You'd go and you'd, you'd find your friends or you'd find people that you know who have the skills you need. Um, and so you take all those people together while, you know, you're a bunch of misfits and amateurs. And um, so it was really fun. That was really fun to do. But it was it was very challenging because I'm used to, you know, um, as Sarah, Sarah Castile, I always did sort of um, ensemble cast, so mm -hmm. a bike crew, a mafia family. Um, I did one in a, a, a MA fight gym, so there yeah. were there were a crew of people, but it was always very focused on the main characters. Whereas with the heist, there there is a focus on the main characters, but the, the crew all have to have you know their own personalities and and everything, and I had to keep track of them because you know, we're moving around the city to do things. <laughs> Every time I would get an edit back, I'd be like, oh no, what is she having a conversation there? She's supposed to be on the other side of the city and I'd have to redo it all. And you go through and I think, oh, I've got it now. And I go through another edit. I'm like, oh no, he's in the wrong place. You know, like it was keeping track of those people was quite challenging. <laughs> Not only all the people, but I imagine it would be, you know, there's a, there's a serious pace you've got to keep to keep to when yeah. something like that is happening as well. So it's like, I'm, I'm excited for this. And I love how you said 
what would I do in that situation? It, it makes it, that must have been the funnest thing to write. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was, I, I, you know, and some of the characters I based on people that I knew. Um, I had done that actually with um, the singles table. Yeah. Um, I, I had met this wonderful woman when I was working as a lawyer and she was so outgoing and loud and um and just so vivacious you know like you you just I I just wanted to just sit there and and (laughs) and just watch her and everywhere we went she would something crazy would happen because you know she she just she just she liked me to be there to sort of keep her straight and narrow right and so then she would just go off and we would have these wonderful adventures and and I thought, oh, she would make such a wonderful character in a in a book. So, um, in the singles table, Zara, that character is is based on this woman who I just adored. Oh my gosh, do they know? Do they know this when you put um like a friend or someone you know into a character? Do they know? I'm guessing your boss maybe didn't, but no, no, these are like this is like way past, you know, in the past. People also, and and you know, they don't all know my pen name, so yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's, that's very true it's funny I was talking to um uh a thriller author and she's like yeah like I have my friends come over and they want to be in the books they want to be like the next dead body or something like that <laughs> so um but yeah I think like grabbing from personalities like that makes it so much fun and it can help um develop stories as well so yeah now what advice would you have for any anyone on their current writing journey or up-and-coming writers um whether it comes to the process, craft, anything at all that you would like to pass on? Um, I think one of the biggest things is to find a group of people, um, other writers who are at a similar stage in your journey, because um, it's, it's such a lonely thing sometimes to write, you know, you're sitting by yourself, you're coming up with these ideas, you have no idea, you know, whether it was good or not. At the time that I wrote my first book we were living on a ranch in the middle of Alberta and there was nobody else around and we had just moved there so I didn't have any friends there was no family around you know that was that kind of thing and then I um, found out about this um, group of romance writers in Calgary and and I joined them and it was just the best thing that I did to go there and people were at different stages in their writing journeys and everybody was so welcoming and so helpful you know, if if you wanted to run something past, like people were just really happy to volunteer their time um, and to share things that they'd learned. Like nobody was, you know, keeping these secrets to themselves, right? If they yeah. found something that worked, they were happy to share it. And so I got the benefit of all their wisdom and experience. And then, you know, when I was in my publishing journey, I was able to share that with other people. But I found that it just that made the, the biggest difference to have that kind of community and it doesn't even have to be um you know a physical community like I we they had meetings and I went to the meetings and you know I got to know them personally but even online you know now there's so so many groups online just to have some people to run things past um it's it that I think that makes all the difference yeah absolutely then it's not like yeah it's not such a lonely journey and I think exactly what you said if someone is starting to write, you can have those ideas of, oh, that someone's going to steal my ideas. But I have not come across a writing community that hasn't been so welcoming and like, you know, everyone wants, if you love this, you want to talk about it and you want to share. So um, yeah, it's a, it's a really great piece of advice. Thank you. 
Now, what, what their heist story has a name. It does, doesn't it? It's <laughs> called To Have and To Heist. To Have and To Heist. I love that. And is it out on pre-order yet if it's July? It or... is, yeah. Oh, excellent. Yeah, so everyone pre-order. can go and check that out. Please let all the listeners know where to find your books, where to find you, etc. Um, my books are available at all the different vendors. Yeah. And um you can find me at sarahdesai.com. Um, yeah. Excellent. And all my links and everything are there. Awesome. And I will make sure I put that in the show notes, but I am definitely going to pre-order to have a right now. And I recommend everyone does. I'm excited for this. So yes, good, good luck with that um, release. I'm sure it's going to be absolutely amazing and everything that is coming up on the dark romance side as well. So, Oh, thanks very much. Yeah. I need to, I need to dive into this. I'm very excited. Thank, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on Sarah. Oh, thanks very much for having me.